Both the texts that we heard are hard work, aren't they? But they're not really surprising. I mean, both Micah and Jesus spoke into very specific situations. Phylacteries, if you don't know what they are, are little boxes that people were, or men, were required to tie to their arms. And inside them they had strips of the Hebrew scriptures to remind them of the things that were important and central to their lives. And the fringes on their prayer shawls for the same purpose. We don't see much of that today unless you go to certain parts of New York City or London um, where you can see men wearing these things. But we know the story, don't we? It's the same story that we have everywhere. It's the story of people hiding behind things, hiding behind religion or clothes or gender or education or money or humour. You've met those people who are constantly telling jokes as a way of hiding themselves from everyone else. Or feigning stupidity as a way of stepping back and not being fully present. Illness. How many people kind of breathed a sigh of relief when we had to lock down in COVID and no longer had to be on their best behaviour, or be the kind of person they thought everybody else needed them to be, they could just stay home in their underwear and watch Netflix. We all do it. We all hide in various ways. It's a great tragedy of our time because whilst we're more connected than we have ever been, we're constantly hearing about higher rates of loneliness amongst people. The fastest growing household type in Australia is the single person household. Now that may be because of the death of a partner. But there also seems to be some possibility that life is so confusing that just being by myself seems more attractive than anything. The text says they do their deeds to be seen by others. For they make their phylacteries long and their fringes, uh, their phylacteries broad, broad and their fringes long. It's a terrible indictment, isn't it? Constantly seeking the approval of others. I need my deeds to be seen by others. Seeking the approval. It's supposed to be about remembering the goodness of God. They're actually tying bits of the scripture to their body. It's supposed to remind them a goodness of God who welcomes everyone and who created everyone. But we're frightened, aren't we, to turn up as ourselves. One of the great stories that we tell each other over and over again in our culture is the story of the emperor's new clothes. When the innocent little boy, or maybe a girl, it's an innocent little child in some of the stories, says the true thing that no one else is willing to say. The emperor has been fooled and he's not wearing anything. We always do and say things that we hope will show us in the best light. No one likes to see themselves in a photograph. Have you ever noticed that? I don't look like that. Yeah, you do. The rest of us noticed you and nobody likes to hear themselves on a recording. Do I sound like that? 
I never listen back to these um, podcasts that I put out because I don't want to sound like I sound. I, want to, I don't know how I want to sound, but better than that. But that's how I sound. That's what I look like. How much of our energy goes in to trying to not be just ourselves? The increase in the desire for self-help in books and podcasts and television shows just never seems to end. Our use of clothes and cosmetics and all kinds of things. And sometimes the best way of doing it is to shame other people so that the spotlight is taken off us. No wonder Jesus said they were heavy burdens, hard to bear, not only for the people that these leaders put on others, but they had to carry that themselves. They had to constantly be sure that everybody saw them in the right light. It's a terrible tragedy, isn't it? Being a human being should not be like this. Nobody should have to wake up every morning knowing that they are less than other people or suspecting, suspecting that they don't belong that because they don't have enough money or their education isn't up to speed or they're the wrong gender or their sexuality is wrong or their ethnicity is wrong. We shouldn't live in a culture where we relentlessly celebrate celebrity. as if they were different to the rest of us. We're heading into the Christmas season, which we know for many people is a time of great joy and celebration, but for many others is a time of terrible sadness and shame. It turns out my happy family doesn't look like the ones on TV. Well, there is no family. I can't afford the presents that the TV is on about over and over again. For many people, Christmas is the worst time. These are heavy burdens. They're hard to bear. It's in direct contrast to what Jesus himself says earlier in this gospel. He says, come unto me, all of you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens. And I will give you rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's a direct contrast to what he critiques the religious leaders. Jesus has a solution to our dilemma. Call no one father, rabbi or teacher. Call each other human. Be with each other just as human beings. Nothing else. All of the other stuff doesn't matter. There are no trappings that work. There's no disguise that's of use. There's no exhaustive persona that we've tried to build and place in front of other people hoping that we will be liked. Later in the service we're going to be praying for souls who have gone because this week we are celebrating, commemorating All Souls Day and All Saints Day. We will remember those who have gone before us. And there's a little part in the funeral liturgy that I usually use where we say, we remember you 
we name the person who's died. We remember you as one of us. Yes, we've had a eulogy telling us all the things that have happened in that person's life, or at least some of them. Some of their achievements, perhaps, some of their family relationships. But in the end, we say, we remember you as one of us. Us, all human beings. Because Jesus said, all of those who exalt themselves will be humbled. All of those, if you like, promote themselves. Don't, don't do it. Be done with it. Let it go. Lay that burden down. Yes, you do look strange in photographs, at least to you. And you do sound weird on recordings, at least to you. Let it all go. Take a different burden. Take up the burden that Jesus talks about as being light. The light burden is your humanity. The gift that you were given the moment you took breath. Take up that burden. The lightness of being alive in God's world. We remember you. We remember me as one of us. It's your humanity that is enough. And you will face this at some point. We all do. In a terrible illness. Excuse me. Or as we come close to our death. We're just human beings. But we're not just human beings. We are human beings. We have the DNA of God coursing through our bodies. Because all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is not another thing you must do on your journey to being a good, solid Christian. Am I being humble enough? Which is tricky because if you're paying a lot of attention to yourself, it's really hard to be humble. It's, it's, it's tricky. What if it isn't something else you have to do? What if it's just seeing yourself for who you are? You turned up in the world naked and vulnerable. And look, let's be honest, not much has changed. You still stand in front of the mirror when you get out of the shower in the morning and you're naked and you look at yourself and you think, well, well, at least I'm here. And thank God for clothes. A dear friend of mine, about a decade ago, needed to move into retirement care. And as we were sorting out the last few things and getting going, she looked at me and she said, I'm really a bit scared. I feel exactly like I felt on the first day of primary school. Will anybody like me? Will I know how to do things? Will I fit in? She was in her mid-90s. Nothing had changed in her life at all. Still that concern, will it be okay? Just to be us, to be alive, to be human. If you humble yourself, if you are aware of that truth, you will discover you are exalted, or to use a different word, you'll be, you are alive and upright. That your life is a gift, that it is enough. Remember the old game, Hide and Seek? When we played it, at the end of the game, when it was time to stop and not everybody had been found and 
you were still hiding in your cubby that no one found and you're really pleased that no one found you, somebody would yell out, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. Which nobody, I've looked this up a couple of times, nobody really knows where that phrase comes from. It's, it goes back a long way in history. It could mean everyone come home free without penalty. It means I'm calling out to everyone to come home free. All of you, all of you are free. That's how we live a life in God's good earth. Everyone come out free. It's okay to stand out aloud, stand out in the world as who we are. A gift of God to ourselves and to each other and to the earth. Call nobody father or rabbi or teacher. Be done with all that. See each other face to face as human.